How many times did you hear over the weekend, no, 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 we can't go through this, not so close to an election? Well, think about it. Even though we are very close to an election, and Mitch McConnell gave a great history about how justices have been confirmed, how Ginsburg herself was confirmed in just 42 days. But even though we are so close to an election, we are still in the results. We are still in the president's first term of the 2016 election. Now, I say it all the time. There are no excuses. And, and that's, you know, I don't mean obviously ballot harvesting and the difference, you know, this whole mail-in voting total scheme and fraud. I don't mean like that. I mean getting your message out. I look at how Hillary campaigned to, uh, compared to how Donald Trump campaigned in 2016. Elections have consequences. The results of the elections need to be upheld. Now, it's Donald Trump's constitutional duty, his constitutional right to nominate a new Supreme Court justice. Donald Trump winning in 2016 gives him that right. No matter what you hear from the Democrat Party, oh, and by the way, they are just totally in, in panic mode, in shambles. You know, no one, I heard the, uh, this quote over the weekend, actually it's from a show I watched, Big Brother, a lot of you might have watched as well. You know, no one has ever made a dime from panicking. Well, the Democrat Party is so panicked right now. So what are they going to do? Think about what the Democrat Party is going to do. Oh, and by the way, to finish the point, it's the president's duty to nominate the uh, Supreme Court justice. It is. Now, in um, 2018, Republicans gained seats in the Senate. The, the right was given, the constitutional right and duty was given to the Republicans, to the Senate Republicans, for their advice and consent as far as, um, you know, confirming the new Supreme Court justice, whoever that is that the president puts forward. And it looks like it'll be between one, uh, one of two people right now that we talked about, um, uh, Amy Coney. Barrett, who is in the um, uh, uh, Seventh uh, Circuit uh, Court of Appeals, uh, we got to her on Friday, um, and Barbara Lagoya, who is a judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Eleventh Circuit, and by the way, Cuban American, um, and she's on the uh, Florida Supreme Court. So it looks like it's going to be one of those two people. Now, either way, the the president is going to nominate a conservative justice to the court. Now I see Murkowski out there and Collins and it's just at some point in time, you know, you think that their hatred and, and who knows what Mitt Romney is going to do. You know, Romney who voted on one of the articles to impeach the president, that Mitt Romney, you know, the same Mitt Romney that the policies and plans and procedures that this president has put into place, Mitt Romney ran on that. In 2012, he ran on every on lowering taxes and lowering prescription drug costs, and you know, trying to make make Amer an America first agenda. But the American people saw right through Mitt Romney and gave us four more years. You know, Romney's failure, Romney being such a phony person, you know, that led to four more years 
of Barack Hussein Obama. So you can thank Mitt Romney for that. And that was a winnable, winnable race. You've seen the video before where Romney, where one of the um, advisors to Romney, as he's just sitting on the couch, you know, dejected, deflated because he lost to Barack Hussein Obama. Then, you know, I, I, I can't believe you're going to lose this. Yeah, yeah, I know. And, and, and that was about all the fight we ever saw from Mitt Romney. But who knows where they're going to go. But the thing is, be, you know, behind all of this, does there, I always said this, I always said, you know, you can criticize the senator, John McCain. No one takes away from the fact that he was a war hero. You know, no one disputes that whatsoever. I know the president says that, you know, I like, you know, heroes that weren't captured and you know, whatever. I mean, you can throw that out. But, you know, I'm not here to criticize the war hero, uh, you know, fighter of American freedom all around the, the you know, um, when he was captured in war, the McCain. But I say that, you know, his is um, as far as being Senator John McCain. Yes, we absolutely can criticize that because he was nothing but a rhino, a total maverick in the Senate. So, you know, I always said that his hatred of Donald Trump outweighed his love for this country. So is that, that's the same question I would put forward to Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins and Mitt Romney. Because now, as far as the point, and oh, and by the way, Mitch McConnell says that there is going to be a vote before the election. Well, that will be, Donald Trump if he can get um, uh, either one of the two confirmed, that will be three Supreme Court justices in his first term. That is historic. That's incredible to run. Oh, and, and I got to get to the point on Saturday when Donald Trump was in uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina. And, you know, the, the president, say what you want about Donald Trump, but the man is just freaking hysterical you know what other republican will get out there and say you know i gotta debate joe biden and you know they give him a big fat shot on the you know what he's just a very very humorous and funny man and as far as the debates go donald trump donald trump equals ratings whether the you know the the media the, and and i think in many ways the media love to crucify Trump because they know that people are going to watch it. Donald Trump is an entertaining, he's an energetic kind of guy. You know, he's a kind of guy that you, for the most part, you want to be around. I've never met the man myself, but I just, I find him to be hilarious. But I also know that he is a workaholic, that this man has done nothing but try to advance America's standing in this world. And uh, I was watching last night on the Fox News Channel, Steve Hilton, uh, the Next Revolution show. He just put, the, he asked a question, and it was so simple and easy. You know, what is wrong? What is so bad? What is so wrong about Donald Trump? And I think the Democrats should really take the time to think about that. Donald Trump has brought peace to the Middle East, you know, historic deals with Bahrain and the UAE and Israel. I mean, it's just incredible, you know, fantastic peace in the Middle East. We heard that for years. Donald Trump successfully delivered that.
tax cuts. Do you, as American workers, do we really want to pay more in taxes or do you want to keep your hard-earned money? You know, that, all Donald Trump, lowering prescription drug costs, another incredible win for this country, for the American people. Um, and so that was in um, North Carolina on Saturday. He's in Ohio tonight and just the crowd size, again, unbelievable. Something that Joe Biden just cannot, no matter what he does, he cannot get the crowd sizes that Donald Trump can. Oh, and he just, okay, so Joe Biden today, literally flat out lied without any evidence without any proof whatsoever he flat out lied to the american people he said quote all media outlets have confirmed the story about donald trump remember in the atlantic the same atlantic story using all anonymous sources that's the same uh magazine that puts out there after Donald Trump gets nominated for a second Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, we should, we should, we should, we need to end the Nobel Peace Prize. That that's the only outlet whatsoever that ran with this garbage story. That again has never, ever been confirmed by anyone. In fact, it's been confirmed for the people that were there that said Donald Trump never ever said this. And by the way, his record giving trillions of dollars to the U.S. military again shows that this story is total junk. He gets out there, totally lies to the American people. He says all media outlets have confirmed the story about Trump saying that uh, that the veterans were losers and suckers. This guy is a total idiot. What a lying, sad excuse for a human being and i love the president's new um phrase that he's coined i guess in many ways that he's done more in 47 months than joe biden has done for 47 years think about it if joe biden was going to change washington dc for the better you know ivanka trump hit the nail right on the head she said that donald trump washington dc has not changed donald trump Donald Trump has changed Washington, D.C. The exact opposite can be said of sleepy Joe Biden. Joe Biden is literally the Washington establishment, the Washington swamp. Every single thing we hate about politicians, that is all that Joe Biden is. That's the only thing he knows in life. He doesn't know how to unify people. He doesn't know how to bring people together. Oh, and by the way, if you thought the country was divided before the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, look at the country now. But that is Joe Biden's whole entire life. It's the Democrat Party's whole entire existence. They divide people. That's what they like to do. They like to pit people against each other because they really truthfully hate this country they always you know once something doesn't go their way and and the evidence is coming up in a second here they need to change they want to change the entire constitution they want to change the landscape of this entire country everything we hold near and dear 
Democrats, the Democrat Party, I don't care if they're in the Senate, the House. Oh, look at Nancy Pelosi yesterday. You know, what she's almost as bad as Joe Biden. She she's in this interview with George Stephanopoulos on ABC, who by the way is never going to be a, a journalist ever. He's never going to be, you know, a news anchor who's right straight reporting right down the middle he is he is bill clinton he was served in the clinton administration why would abc ever think it was a good decision to hire this guy as like as like their main anchor i mean it, there's they just showed their hand right then and there but anyway pelosi's on with uh with with george stephanopoulos and i want to make sure that i get the quote right he this i mean Here's the question. You ready? Stephanopoulos asks her, to be clear, you're not ruling anything out because she's saying that, that here was her quote, the House will use every arrow in our quiver to stop Trump's Supreme Court nominee. Well, that's just great. But anyway, uh, and then she just, it's just so random. She just goes, uh, 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 good morning, uh, Sunday morning. I'm, I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, that's it. <laughs> This is like she's taking a, a page out of Joe Biden's playbook. That's something that Joe Biden would do. It was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in my entire life. So as far as I'm concerned, she she's totally losing it. She really, really well and truly is. But anyway, back to the original point I was making that when Democrats don't get their way, they throw, by the way, a, a, a four year temper tantrum. They have successfully thrown out because they couldn't win an election in 2016. You know, so here's what I think. My advice to the Republican senators would be, listen, let the Democrat Party lose this game themselves. They are more than capable. As far as Republicans go, it is right now, I always say it's very, very tough to be a conservative, to be a Republican in this country, because you're not going to get unbiased journalism and straight news reporting from any of the mainstream media outlets. It's just never going to happen. Newt Gingrich called it right when he said that they, you got to look at, they are our mortal enemy. You know, there's, there's no honesty and <clears throat> there's no trust in the mainstream media anymore. So it's so tough to be a conservative or a Republican. However, at this point in time, where we're going to have a new Supreme Court justice on the court, where we will have a 6-3 Republican majority on the court, think you gotta start thinking here that we go into the we go into an election here. Oh, excuse me, drop drop the pen there. That we're going into an election with Donald Trump having all the accomplishments. All the all the uh, circuit court justice uh, judges that he's gotten through, and again, Mitch McConnell played a big hand in that. Now he's going to have not two Supreme Court justices on the court, but three. You know, we as far as Republicans go, this is such an incredible opportunity to not only have the court, but to hold the presidency, hold the Senate, and by the way. The Senate, you, the Senate Republicans, stay strong. Look at the aftermath of Kavanaugh. Look what the Democrat Party did.
did to Brett Kavanaugh. Look at how they tried to destroy the man's life, the man's family, the man's career, his character, his credibility. They tried to destroy that man. It was disgusting what they did. It was a total disgrace. And the American people all saw through it. That is why Republicans gained seats in the Senate because of the Democrats' actions during the Kavanaugh hearings, the uh, confirmation, the whole process of Justice Kavanaugh being appointed to the Supreme Court. Their actions cost them the Senate. They, and they don't learn. The Democrat Party will never, ever learn. They're way too arrogant to ever do anything like that. So let them. My advice to the Senate Republicans, let them lose this. Let them destroy their chances at regaining the Senate. Because they're going to act. And um, you've heard it um, all throughout the news media this weekend that you think it was bad for Kavanaugh. Wait until you see how they react to this. Let them. Let them do it. Let them make complete fools, complete idiots out of themselves because the American people saw through it in 2018. What makes you think they're not going to see through it in 2020? The Democrat Party won't. Oh, and the Democrat Party. These are the same Democrats who were lecturing us in 2016. Here's, the, here's Barack Obama, 2016. When there is a vacancy on the Supreme Court, the president is to nominate someone. The Senate is to consider that nomination. There's no unwritten law that says that it can only be done on off years. That's not in the Constitution text. Oh, okay. Here's what Hillary Clinton said in 2016. The Republicans in the Senate and on the campaign trail who are calling for Justice Scalia's seat to remain vacant dishonor our constitution the senate has a constitutional responsibility here that it cannot abdicate abdicate for partisan political reasons now how about this you had schumer yesterday with uh aoc they're saying well impeachment is on the table and uh as well on top of that here's you got aoc saying mitch mcconnell is quote playing with fire and she also says people need to act in unprecedented ways. Here, you know, here we go again. It's always the threat of violence from the left, right? You know, and 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 no one. I mean, b believe you me when I say this, no one should ever be afraid of these leftists, of these Antifa, Black Lives Matters rioters, cowards. That's what they are. They're a disgrace to this country. There is no place at all for them. In our American family but why again are the Democrats out there advocating for violence just like they did in 2018 just like when you had Eric Holder saying uh, no 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 we go they go low we go high no 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 they go low we kick them now that's what Eric Holder was saying you know, act in unprecedented ways AOC is if I, who are you you know, a, a congresswoman from New York that your own party wants so badly to reject, you get 60 seconds during your convention. 60 seconds. That's all she got because they know she is an insane, radical, socialist leftist. 
She has no idea about anything that this country stands for, the history of this country. And that is what this Democrat Party is turning into. They're turning into a complete and utter joke. They killed themselves in 2018. They're going to do it again. Watch how they act. Watch the true colors of the Democrat Party come out now between now and Election Day. Watch how they act. And you know what? This is all their fault. Mitch McConnell pointed it out correctly. And here's the article. It was in the Washington Post, November 21st, 2013. Harry Reid, who was Senate Majority Leader um, at the time, and the Democrats trigger nuclear option, eliminate most filibusters on nominees. Here it is right here. Senate Democrats took the dramatic step Thursday, again, this was in 2013, of eliminating filibusters. So 51 votes do it, not 60 at that point. Uh, uh, for most nominations by presidents, a power play they said was necessary to fix a broken system, but one that Republicans said will only rupture it further. Now on that point, and here you go, by the way, Democrats used a rare parliamentary move to change the rules, change this country, change the Constitution. Anytime they lose, like Schumer and AOC said, anything is on the table. Uh, so the parliamentary move says that federal judge, uh, judicial nominees and executive office appointments can advance to confirmation votes by a simple majority of senators rather than the 60 vote supermajority that has been the standard. You ready for nearly four decades? That's what the Democrats had to do. And Mitch McConnell, and by the way, this was all an act for them. To pack the courts, you know, it's, it's always that, and now they're out there advocating for it right now. Oh, and as far as packing the courts go, Ginsburg, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, may she rest in peace, was saying she is not, not in favor of packing the court. So that was her advice while she was like, now you get this whole story. And I said it on Friday, how can anyone ever confirm that her, oh, and the president called it out. They said, yeah, that sounds like a like a Schumer and Pelosi um, kind of talking point. And uh, uh, who, you know, who is going to ever confirm that that was uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's last dying breath wish? Was that was that no one replaces her until there's a new president put in? Well, let me tell you something. There's only one presidential nominee that has actually released the list of who he's going to put on the court. Joe Biden still has yet to release. We have no idea who Joe Biden will put on the court. None whatsoever. He doesn't even know. But anyway, back to the uh, Harry Reid filibuster in 2013. Mitch McConnell tried to warn them back then. In 2013, McConnell said, you will regret this, maybe sooner rather than later. Well, on September 21st, 2020, on Schumer on the Senate floor, you know, he just, you know, replaying McConnell and Graham from 2016. Um, they, they are regretting this. 
Mitch McConnell was absolutely right. Now, Mitch McConnell on the Senate floor today, we're already hearing incorrect claims that there is not sufficient time to examine and confirm a nominee. We can debunk this myth in about 30 seconds. As of today, there are 43 days until November 3rd and 104 days until the end of this Congress. The late iconic Justice John Paul Stevens was confirmed by the Senate 19 days after this body formally received his nomination. 19 days from start to finish. McConnell continued and said Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, another iconic jurist, was confirmed just 33 days after her nomination. I already pointed out Ginsburg, 42 days. Justice Stevens' entire confirmation process could have played out twice between now and November 3rd with time to spare. And Justice Ginsburg herself could have been confirmed twice between now and the end of the year with time to spare. He said the Senate has more than sufficient time to process a nomination. And that's what Mitch McConnell is going through with. You know, this is Mitch McConnell, he, he does not get distracted, disturbed by the media, by the Democrat. He, he, you know, he usually keeps his cool. You know, he, he knows the game. Mitch McConnell knows the game. Cocaine Mitch. He knows it better than a lot. And I think he has, he has outfoxed Schumer for many, many years. I think he outfoxed him in 2018. I think he's allowing it to happen. He's just, listen, you guys will kill yourself. You guys will, you, you, I've seen you do it before. I saw you do it two years ago. I can almost guarantee you're going to do it again. And by the way, what's with the left, right? What's with the intimidation tactics? What's with the violence? You know, why Why does that have to be their message? They can never, ever, ever argue ideas, argue facts. You know, Justice uh, Antonin Scalia and Justice Ginsburg had such a great bond and friendship. And um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg spoke at Justice Scalia's funeral and said, you know, how the, uh, she said, people always would ask, how is it that you guys are such good friends when, you know, you are a liberal and, and Scalia's a conservative? Well, she said that Justice Scalia used to always say, and I think this is fantastic, this really goes for anything, that Justice Scalia argues ideas. You know, he, he attacks, she attacks was the word she used, he attacks ideas. He doesn't attack the person. I mean, that that quote in and itself is are, are words to live by. That's why they had such a good friendship. And, you know, not only for Ginsburg, but Scalia as well. They, they, God rest, you know, both of their souls. But Mitch McConnell and the Senate Republicans, I tell you what, you know, it, it is their constitutional duty. The president uh, puts forward, nominates a candidate, the advice and consent given to the uh, the um, uh, Senate majority. Now, if liberal, and I, I may, you've heard me make this point a lot of times before. If the Democrat Party really well and truly cared about Ruth Bader Ginsburg, cared about her health, cared about her well-being, why wouldn't they have advised her 
to retire years ago. Now they find themselves in this position, in this position where they're going to be done, where we, we will have a 6-3 Republican majority on the courts. Now, I just I just hope, I really truthfully hope that it is, uh, and I take Mitch McConnell, I believe Mitch McConnell, I believe the president, that the vote will be before November 3rd, that it will be, that we will have nine justices. And by the way, in 2016, Biden was saying, we need to have nine justices on the court. Well, of course, as far as, you know, the whole politicians go, shouldn't surprise anyone. But as soon as the other party gets in charge they have to flip it you know that that their words don't matter it doesn't mean anything because now it's different um but i as far as i'm concerned mcconnell's totally exonerated here mitch mcconnell is absolutely right when he says that it was a lame duck congress that the president democrat president senate controlled you know you know that the senate acts as a check on the president so when the president puts the justice forward, and, and honestly, now if I will throw criticism at Mitch McConnell, he could have very well had a vote, you know, knowing that the Republicans had the majority and could have said, well, look, I took it up, I had the vote, and it didn't happen. But even in that, I mean, why why would you, why would you waste your time knowing that it, it, it was not, the votes were not there to confirm Merrick Garland. It was never going to happen. So even in that sense, if you want to throw that criticism at McConnell, he's exonerated there as well. So, you know, it it, it is on Donald Trump now. It is on him. It is his constitutional duty. Nominate a new Supreme Court justice. The Republicans have the majority in the Senate. In 2018, the American people knowingly gave them that right knowingly put a republican majority in this you know continue um to have uh a, a elect excuse me a senate majority controlled by the republicans so now it is up to them get this thing done get it done before the election now donald trump i'm getting to some of the news of the day here now uh, Donald Trump, by the way, says that he is going to have, um, uh, uh, we'll pick a name on Friday or Saturday um, of this week. So we'll see, uh, like I said, it, it look, the favorites here are um, Amy Comey Barrett uh, from the uh, 7th uh, uh, Court, Circuit Court of Appeals uh, in uh, Chicago, and then Barbara Lagoya, who is um, favorite, uh, the second favorite, I'd like to say at this point in time. Uh, from the 11th um, Circuit Court of Appeals, might have them. I think I'm accurate in that, though. Um, in Florida, I'm gonna slow myself down. A lot going on here. A lot of news today, folks. Anyway, so now, oh, and by the way, this I saw this come up on the newswires, and I thought this is fantastic. Not for the people in the cities, but this just this here you go. Take this. You don't want to protect your cities. You don't want to cooperate with us. This is what you get. Here's the headline. DOJ declares New York, Portland, and Seattle anarchist jurisdictions. And they move, this is in the Washington Times, by the way, moves to cut federal funding. The Justice Department on Monday declared all three of those uh, cities overwhelmingly 
run by liberal Democrats. Uh, they, like I said, anarchist jurisdictions. And the first step, it took the first step toward revoking federal funding from those cities. President Trump earlier this month ordered federal agencies to look for ways to cut off federal funding. Democratic-led cities um, that have been just overrun with violence this summer. The Justice Department's move escalates the criticism Mr. Trump has been leveling at Democratic leaders, blaming them for the rising crime and violence. Now, this was what the Attorney General, um, uh, William Barr, had to say about it. He said that the three cities identified have permitted violence and destruction of property to persist and have refused to undertake reasonable measures to counteract criminal activity activities. When states and local leaders, the Attorney General continued, impede their own law enforcement officers and agencies from doing their jobs, it endangers innocent citizens who deserve to be protected. We cannot allow federal tax dollars to be wasted when the safety of the citizenry hangs in the balance. It is my hope that the cities identified by the Department of Justice today will reverse course and become serious about performing the basic function of government and start protecting their own citizens. Excellent, excellent, excellent. You know, Donald Trump has been saying, if they can't figure it out, and all three, by the way, all three, um, Jenny Durkin is the mayor of Seattle, the mayor of New York is uh, Bill de Blasio, the alligator, and then the mayor of Portland is Ted Wheeler. Now, those three have been so outspoken about, we don't need the federal government to come here and clean it up. No, it, it, there's nothing going on here. It's fine. You know, you even got Nadler saying that, oh, Nadler, who, who is just, who's already wanting to pack the court, you know, it, it, as soon as he's done packing his fifth dinner for the night. But, you know, the, the three of them, just total incompetent, stupid idiots. They, I talk about politicization. They don't want to work. Think about this. They don't want to work with the president because for some reason, instead of keeping their, their cities, you know, safe and secure where you have the National Guard, the National Guard rolled into Minneapolis. A city that was burning, that was out of control. They cleaned it up in a matter of 45 minutes. This could happen to New York, to Seattle, to Portland. But because you have far leftist liberal morons running those cities, the president's been threatening it. They haven't done anything about it. There goes your federal funding. That's the president being strong against these crazy whacked out leftists now here is a report that came out early this morning i was actually up for it and i read it and i thought this i i have got i have got to get this in china this was in a um it was an exclusive in the new york post china world health organization listen to this now china and the world health organization could have helped Prevent COVID-19 pandemic. This was a congressional report. The coronavirus pandemic, it says, might have been prevented if not for Chinese cover-ups in the early days of the outbreak and the World Health Organization parroting Beijing propaganda 
according to a damning audit from the House Foreign Affairs Committee. The 96-page report ahead of its planned release, I believe it's been released, it's had to have been released at this point, says the Chinese Communist Party destroyed evidence and buried troubling data while nationalizing the supply chains and limiting exports of U.S. companies 3M and General Motors keeping key goods in the country. That's China, folks. Listen to this. Had China been more transparent and proactive when the first signs of the health crisis emerged in Wuhan in late 2019, the outbreak could have been largely contained. By the way, this should make your blood boil. Everything I'm reading to you right now. This potentially could have saved hundreds of thousands of lives worldwide. Research shows that the Chinese Communist Party could have reduced the number of cases in China by up to, wait for it, you ready? 95%. Had it fulfilled its obligations under international law and responded to the outbreak in a matter consistent with best practices. Folks, that is the Chinese Communist Party, the World Health Organization, as well covering up coronavirus they knew about this thing they knew that they they could themselves slow the spread of it and they took no actions whatsoever none to prevent it the president was asked about it i say it every time i speak and i'm angry at him he's talking about president xi because they could have stopped this they could have stopped it easily they stopped it from going back further into their country, but they didn't stop it from going out to the rest of the world, of which we're a part. They didn't stop it from coming here in Europe and all over the world, 188 countries to be exact. They did not stop it. Countries are devastated. Um, uh, Brian Kilmeade, who's the, one of the hosts on Fox and Fred, said, well, what are you uh, doing about it? He said, well, I can't tell you that, uh, but they know they've got big problems. And if they play around, if they want to play the game, they've got a big problem. Now, let me keep on the topic of China because you know, the whole TikTok thing, I'm not a part of TikTok, but I know it's a big part among uh, uh, younger people in the country. Here's the headline. Trump won't approve TikTok deal. If ByteDance, BitDance, whichever way you want to pronounce it, B-Y-T-E, keeps control, President Trump said he will not approve a deal to keep TikTok running in the U.S. if its Chinese parent company remains in control of the popular video sharing app. He says they, as far as ByteDance, BitDance goes, will have nothing to do with it. And if they do, then we just won't make the deal. And, you know, and they said um, it's going to be controlled, totally controlled by Oracle. And then I guess they're going to, uh, they're going public and they're uh, buying out the rest of it. They're buying out a lot. And if we find that they don't have total control, then we are not going to approve the deal. Now, oh, and, oh, and, and I, I got to mention this real quick. Just if you get a chance, check out the mural on Brooklyn Street in New York City. The uh, whoever paint, whoever uh, did the graffiti or the art or whatever it is. 
it tells you how they feel about uh, uh, the two leaders as far as the governor of New York City and the mayor of New York City. F. Cuomo and de Blasio. How about that? Right, big enough. They, 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 Cuomo could probably see it from Albany, for God's sake. Um, but anyway, so about the president and um, the deal here with uh, Oracle and TikTok. You know, again, this is a man that from 20, since 2015, when Donald Trump came down the escalator in Trump Tower. I always go back and refer to this because I think it's important. Five years ago, that was, he has been warning, warning, warning this country about China. Now, China could have prevented this pandemic. We see this now. We have a report saying that it was. We have a whistleblower saying that this was made in a lab. You know, at what point do, does everyone understand that this Chinese Communist Party is evil? It's evil personified. It's evil in the flesh. It's evil in, we see it in front of our very eyes. Now, you have Donald Trump, who is tough on China. We need Donald Trump as far as to, to combat China. Now, we know exactly, and I got the timeline right here. It wasn't Donald Trump Jr. getting a $1.5 billion deal on December 14, 2013 with a subsidiary of the Chinese government, Bank of China. That would be Hunter Biden. Joe Biden has said before, look, China, no, they're, they're, they're not bad people, man. You know, they're good. And, and he cheers a glass with President Xi and says, no, we built this together and we want china to succeed he says that over and over again so this is this is you know just it, it would be so so incredibly dangerous to ever have joe biden as the leader of this country because we would bow to china we absolutely would now i loved this this was an article in the federalist by robbie uh star starbuck i believe is his name anyway in the federalist this, this is any time someone writes or talks or finally brings up, so this is the point I was making like two weeks ago. Why aren't we allowed, this is the name of the article, why aren't we allowed to talk about George Soros' plan to remake America? Now listen to this. This is what Newt Gingrich was bringing up. Since 2015, Soros has pumped tens of millions of dollars into local races in texas colorado california oregon washington florida and new york as well as swing states such as pennsylvania virginia and arizona now listen to this this is um soros backed candidates that have won with soros donations soros gave two million dollars to fund Kim Fox. Now, Kim Fox is uh, in uh, Chicago. Remember, Kim Fox was the one with the whole uh, Jesse, Jesse Smollett situation. He gave $1,400,000 to fund Aramis Ayala's campaign to become state attorney, state's attorney, excuse me, of Orlando, Florida. $1,150,000 to fund Jake Lilly uh, to become DA of Jefferson and Jill Penn. Uh, county uh, that's in Denver in Colorado and the list goes on and on 
far left piece. He's given so much money. It says there in 2018, the LA Times reported that Soros spent $2,700,000 on California uh, district attorney races alone and another $16 million on 17 district attorney races in um, other states. And, and uh, uh, Robbie finishes off the art by saying that um, Soros calls this initiative the most important project of my life. That should deeply concern ordinary Americans everywhere and perhaps even inspire a backlash of small donor donations to fight Soros's influence. And I just, for one, could not agree more. I, we, I, we should see more articles like this about Soros. Um, in 2016, an article I always refer to, Carolyn Glick did a fantastic job outlining Soros's um, Open Society Foundation and how his goal is to destroy the United States of America and do it from within. And you got to talk about Bill Gates out there now that, and by the way, don't think it's a conspiracy or anything. I'm not, you know, putting that out there, but there's talk that, you know, Gates is sort of like becoming the next Soros. So I would say just, just keep your eye, um, uh, uh, keep your eyes uh, peeled for that. Now, CDC, listen to this. How funny is this, by the way? How funny is it that as we move closer to the election, and I think that we're going to start seeing more and more things reopening, more and more people getting together, the hopefully the masks go away. Listen to this. CDC removes guidelines saying COVID-19 can travel beyond six feet. Listen to this. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has polled its updated guidance that the coronavirus is airborne and can travel distances beyond six feet, saying a draft version was posted in error on the website. The CDC has said for months that the disease is mainly transmitted between people in close proximity through large droplets. Um, a draft version of proposed changes to these recommendations was posted in error to the agency's official website. A CDC spokesperson commented on that. So now, hey, for me, as far as I'm concerned, um, I just, I see this stuff all going away. I have seen, through, I, I, you've heard me on this program. I have seen through coronavirus for a long period of time, and I'm not the only one. And the president of the United States, who says Democrats are going to try to use coronavirus as best as they possibly can to steal this election. And I see you can see it now. You have the L.A. County uh, public health official, Barbara Ferris, saying, yeah, we can't move to reopen fully or even to tier two until, uh, well, oh, after the election yeah all right you know i think a lot of people are now seeing through it and by the way i just wanted to make a quick comment on donald trump saying that he's going to wait till friday or saturday very respectful very respectful he's waiting till friday after uh ginsburg's um uh funeral arrangements and service and you know burial whatever what's going to happen with um uh the uh late justice um now i also had a few more um 
comments I wanted to get through as far as um, Mitch McConnell goes, um, and it was in Kavanaugh. Here it is, right here. This is where this was. This was something that I really, truly loved, and we went through you know the timeline of people, and um, here was something though because this was McConnell out. This furthers my point that McConnell outfoxes Schumer always. He said, "Quote today on the Senate floor." Ironically, ever McConnell talk. Ironically, it was the Democratic leader. I can't even do it. It was the Democratic leader. This was McConnell, who went out of his way to declare the 2018 midterms a referendum on the Senate's handling of the Supreme Court. In his final speech before Justice Kavanaugh was confirmed, he yelled over and over at the American people to go vote. He told Americans to go elect senators based on how they'd approached how they'd approached their advice and consent duties over those weeks. You see where this is going. Unfortunately for him, many Americans did just that. After watching the Democrats' tactics, voters grew our majority and retired four of our former colleagues who'd gone along uh with their party's behavior now that to me is the message you have to get out there now remember the senate is in jeopardy the senate is up for grabs uh here in 2020 and uh, you know the house is as well you got um uh, uh the house minority leader um kevin mccarthy he's got them signing this uh, uh plan that puts america first but I love the way that Schumer categor or uh, that McConnell categorizes that. That and 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 by the way, that uh, you know, with Schumer saying that 2018 was a referendum on the senators. Well, look at look at the way that there are look at the way Schumer's acting already. This press conference yesterday he did with AOC and threatening violence. Now remember he said you get the whirlwinds on you, Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, if you go through with these awful decisions. Absolutely, I mean, McConnell's absolutely right. You know, let them destroy themselves. Let them lose the Senate again because they, they they don't think. They're not intelligent people. All they know is how to politicize and divide people. Watch how stupid they become in the next few weeks. You know, this is for Republicans to win. But it's also, I wouldn't put it past the Democrats to just flat out lose it by themselves. I mean, they're already losing their minds. What's to say that they won't just openly be, you know, disgraceful to this country again? See how, let's see how they treat whoever it is that Donald Trump um, nominates. And yeah, I, 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 I can definitely see a way where Republicans... Re, uh, retain and win the Senate, but again, folks, I would not put it past the Democrats to go out there and openly all on themselves, all by themselves. Watch their tactics. Watch how they go about the confirmation. I wouldn't put it past Chuck Schumer and his gang, his gang, you know, of these senators, of these Democrat senators. Wouldn't put it past them losing it themselves whatsoever.